Professor Akalov, thank you very much indeed for talking to Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today at the new Economic Thinking uh, Conference. Uh, your book, Identity Economics, what's it about? Okay, so what's it about? It's about looking at things from people's point of view. Now, good social science, I think, is largely about looking at things from the proper point of view, which is the view of people making the decisions. Now, there's a good book by Malcolm Gladwell that I especially like called What the Dog Saw. Now, what is What the Dog Saw about? So it's largely about a dog trainer. And uh, this dog trainer does fabulous things uh, with dogs. And uh, uh, what most people ask about uh, the dog trainer is they say, what did the dog trainer do? But Gladwell reverses the question, and he asks the right question. The right question is, from the point of view of the dog, what did the dog see, and what led the dog to do that? So the same thing should be true in, in economics. When we talk about people who are making economic decisions and social decisions, we should look at the question, what did the person see, what led them to make those decisions. And we have a systematic way to do that, and that's what this book is about. So what's that systematic way? What we ask is we ask two questions, which should, we think, very often, maybe almost always, be asked about economics. One is, how, did the, how does the person think about themselves? Who do they think they are? That has a name sociologists would call it their identity. Then, once you know somebody's identity, then, in fact, you know about uh, that person's perspective on life. And with that perspective on life, that person has all kinds of views as to what they should or should not do. So do you think we've overlooked identity within economics in the past? I, I, I think we have. I mean, there has, there's been a little bit wor- of work on identity, but this, I think, is, 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 is a new... Is a, is a, lot, a lot of this is, we think, new in addition. Um, so this is important because it determines how almost every organization works. So, uh, so think about organizations that work. Organizations that, in organizations that work, people have a view of what their jobs are. And when they have a view of what their jobs are, they have a view as to what they should or should not do in those jobs. So let me give you an example. So here's an extreme example, which is the United States Military Academy at West Point. So uh, the book is full of stories, and this is one of the stories we tell. It's about the first day when the cadets arrive at uh, the military academy at West Point. So they arrive as normal teenagers, and their parents drop them off. But then, with a matter of hours, their identity is changed. They have become cadets at West Point. So how does that occur? They have their hair cut off, they are put into uniform, and then they're put through their first drill. What is their first drill? They have to make a salute. They have to salute, I, Cadet Doe, salute the cadet in the red sash as ordered, and they have to do it over and over and over again until they get the salute and the intonation exactly right. 
So are we now going towards a new economics if we then program in your theories on identity too? Well, I don't know whether it's a new economics, but I think this is what we're working toward in economics and have been over the past 50, over the past 100 years actually, is getting an economics which describes people more accurately and how people behave and then putting them in the appropriate environment. So we're getting a better economics, and it's a better economics in which I think we would have been able to see some of the problems with, that have developed in the current crisis. Now, have you got your own theories about why this crisis arose as it did? Um, I mean, some people are still saying we still don't really know. We think we know, but we're not certain. I think we're beginning to know why the crisis occurred. I think this I, – I have another book with Robert Schiller about, about the crisis uh, – more generally, but I think that this identity economics played a major role or a very significant role. And that was that people were paid bonuses, very large bonuses, monetary bonuses. And what people did is they identified with their bonuses, and those bonuses were much too high. Um, in fact, the people did not do their duties by the firms for which they worked. And so what you should have is you should have much less pay for, uh, for people, for what people is rewards for current profits. You, what works in an organization, and this is true for financial organizations, is the people should do their duty for the organization. They should view themselves as belonging to that organization. So in an organization that works is the following. An organization that works is when every person in that organization views themselves as a captain and they say, I, the captain, should go down with the ship. Because what you seem to be saying is that actually we can take different identities within an organization and here in the financial sector they adopted the wrong identity. I think that's right. But I think they adopted the wrong identity largely because people were given the wrong incentives. And so when we get the incentive structure right, that's one of the ways in which we're, not, we're going to cure, keep ourselves from having future uh, financial uh, panics. Does identity economics give us any clues to solutions in the future? We've heard diverging views at this conference about whether the, the strength of the recovery, whether it's fragile, whether we're coming out. Okay. Can, we, can we have any hint of what might be well, to come? Well, I think what we need for this, I think what we need is a better economics. I think this is a step forward in getting a better economics. And so I think when we have a better economics, then we're going to analyze things better with people's motivations. So identity – people live in a world in which our organizations are most of our lives. So there are lives in terms of the organizations where we work, for one. There are the uh, organizations where we go to school, our schools. There are our families. We actually talk about all of these things uh, in the book. And so when we understand these better, we're going to have a better economics and an economics that fits together and is more realistic. And, and finally, this conference is impressive, uh, is, isn't it, Professor Akerlof? Because you, you won the Nobel Prize with, with Spence and Stiglitz. Yes. Uh, we've got another Nobel Prize uh, winner here, here too. Um, are you surprised to find yourselves all in a room together after all these years? Oh, well, we're all friends, so it's, it's always a great pleasure. So Joe was actually a uh, classmate of mine at MIT, so 
it's, a, it's always nice to see Joe again. And Jim Burley's is a friend. And Mike Spence was supposed to be here, but he hasn't. He wasn't able to come. But. but there's a serious point to the question because bringing people together at times of crisis yeah. is exactly what you're supposed to do, isn't it? Okay, so exactly, yes. I mean, it's, uh, it's wonderful to have all these people here who are working on doing what in developing what they, a new economics and an economics which is going to be more realistic. And do you, do you think in the end your identity economics by actually getting the message out there about really what our goals are, this not only applies on the macro level uh, of the economic stage, it, it can also uh, give lessons to firms? Yes, I think, I think this is going to be generally applicable for, anyone, for people who are doing economics. So th- what the book does is the book talks about this in general, but what it does specifically is it ex- gives examples of four very important areas where this applies. One is what makes an organization work or not work. Second thing is what makes schools work or not work. The third thing is it talks about gender discrimination and what what and also gender not only within the workplace but also in the family. Uh, and then it talks about minority pro- poverty, which continues to be one of the most important problems in both developed and underdeveloped countries. And do you share views about that? Whether there's an inevitability about this divergence of the world into rich poor. So I think when we understand this, when we understand this identity economics, we're going to be, we're going to know much better, much more carefully what the causes of poverty are, and especially minority poverty. Professor Akiloff, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today at the New Economic Thinking Conference. I've enjoyed it very much. Thank you very much. It's been a great pleasure to be here, especially to be in the home of John Maynard Keynes, who in my view, is the greatest economist um, since Adam Smith. So, thank you.